Hello, hello, and happy Friday. This is the second Friday that Lessons and Legacies is coming at you live. Yes, I'm very excited, happy to be here, and I apologize for being a few minutes behind. Um, since we are doing Lessons in Resilience with a dash of transparency, I'll be real and honest with you. Um, I was a little bit late because my kids were out in the back playing in the woods which you know they have their boundaries as we all do for our kids and uh the neighbors were out and they just went a little too far into the woods so mommy had to go put her boots on and go traipsing around in the mud and uh wrangle them back in <laughs> i like them inside when i'm doing these things because obviously i need to keep close watch on them so Anyways, again, happy Friday. My name is Melissa Price. I am your host. Welcome to Lessons and Legacies. Um, yeah, I wanted to do something a little bit different today. I am going to read from the book like usual, um, but I wanted to just be transparent and get some things off my chest today. Um, this show has proven to be healing for people who have been involved with it and who have been following it and who have participated in it. And I thought, uh, and it's been very healing for me, the whole journey of writing the book and doing these videos and um, talking with people and being part of their stories has been very healing for me also. Um, and I'm gonna take it to another level because I feel like I could use some healing. So for anybody joining in, please know that the comments are totally open anything that comes to your mind that you feel like contributing please post it in the comments below um like share comment um also lessons and legacies is on youtube too so you can check all the replays check out all the guests that we've had and subscribe there that would be very cool sharing is caring and i certainly appreciate if you pass on the good word but as i'm going through these things um, if anything comes to mind or you want to share anything about your experiences, please pop it in the comments and communicate with me. It's my favorite part of doing the show is uh, being able to talk back and forth with all of you. So, um, so yeah, today we're doing resilience. Yesterday when we were on, we were doing, um, what did I do yesterday? I got to look at my, my notes. I don't even remember what we did yesterday. Yesterday we did, we did, I don't even know what we did. Oh, it was success. It was success. That's what we did. So yesterday we did success and something interesting came up. Um, there was a phrase in there that I read. It was somebody's quote that they contributed to the book. And towards the end of the episode, you could see like something had kind of, the wheels started turning in my mind, you know? And so for the rest of the night, I kind of reflected on that phrase and we're gonna like make that a primary phrase of today's talking points. So um, yeah, I, I reflected a lot on that last night and all day today. And I figured, yeah, I'm gonna be transparent. I'm gonna share my feelings around this and hopefully bless you guys as well because sharing our stories man, it makes a difference in this world. It matters. Sharing our lessons, sharing the things we go through, no matter how yucky they are, it makes a big difference in the world. It saves people, you know? It lets people know they're not alone. So I'm gonna bear it all and uh, share with you and feel free to share back. So um, lately I've been going through a lot of difficult stuff. Um, 
probably, I mean, the common one we've all been going through is the coronavirus, COVID-19 pandemic. Um, that's changed, it's changed all of our lives quite a bit from the way we shop, you know, from the way we work, from the way we interact with our families and our children, schooling, all of it has changed immensely, right? Um, and we've had to let go of our old ways and find new ways to do things. That's been a struggle, not just for me, but I know for a lot of families. I have been a homeschooler for all of my kids' lives. My oldest is nine, so um, that part I didn't really have to acclimate to, but the rest of it I have, you know. Hey, Bev, how you doing, sis? There's a Christmas card in the mail on its way to you, my love. Hopefully you'll get it by Monday. <laughs> I hope you're doing well. We're talking about uh, resilience. I'm sharing some of the things I've been going through over the last month or so because they've been eating me up. And um, so, yeah, I'm asking for any input, any feedback, any sharings that anybody wants to bring or uh, any light or inspiration to what I am about to share. Um, and again, this is lessons in resilience with a bit of transparency, so I'm not trying to hide nothing. <laughs> so yeah, COVID. COVID was the first thing, right? That's, that we've been going through for months. But, uh, you know, another way it's really hit us hard is finances. You know, COVID has been a big part of that. My, um, I work from home. I'm an entrepreneur. So again, um, I, I, I didn't really have to adapt to that too much, but I certainly had to put the pedal to the metal. I had to create new windows of opportunity, new ways to make some kind of profit, some kind of income and, and kind of like try to fill in the gaps for what my husband does. He is a home remodeler. He does painting and drywall and builds and flooring and all this stuff. So it requires him to go inside people's houses, um, especially during this time of year when it is cold um, or if it's raining and stuff like that. You know, during the summer, he can be indoors, outdoors. It doesn't really matter. But, um, you know, you can't really paint people's houses when it's raining on the outside. You can't, you know, so you he's kind of geared and only left with indoor opportunities. And because of the coronavirus, there's not very many people that are wanting people in their houses right now. So our income took a big hit with that, you know, and finances are something that I think drags pretty much, well, I would say a majority of the world down. We know there's plenty of people out there that have lots of money, but, uh, and maybe that's not where they need to find resilience um, and find a bounce back. But for most of us, money is an issue. And for us, like I said, we've got two little kids. Santa's coming. You know, it's the holidays. We um, still in the process of filing for bankruptcy because we had made some timeshare decisions and my husband had multiple injuries. My daughter had heart surgery, all this stuff over the last year. And it just all got to be too much. Um, so yeah, finances, and again, the coronavirus, the finances, they are linked. Um, but yeah, that's something I've been going through, you know, and I, I'm a big believer in God always providing. So when the money's not always there, I pray, you know, I pray and, and know and thank him for always providing. And he always does sometimes by the skin of our teeth, but he's always there. He doesn't let me fall. You know, I find my resilience through God, especially when it comes to finances. But 
Uh, my husband is not so much that way. He actually will let the financial stress devour him. Like, oh, it will, the, the shame, the guilt, the constant, always needing to provide, you know, like be the man of the family. You know, he feels like such a letdown when we're that close to not making the mortgage and all this stuff. So um, I shoulder that. I shoulder his burden because, I mean, I care. And I care about not letting the kids see too much. They know about everything, but we try not to let them see us freaking out about it or anything. And I shoulder him freaking out. So I feel it's even though the monetary thing in itself isn't what really suppresses me, it's seeing my husband hurt and trying to protect my children and also, you know, manage my own little, try to balance my stress on it a little bit too. It's a lot to shoulder, you know, so I have to find my resilience in that. All right, Bev, what's, what's Bev say? Bev says, for something that's eating you up, you sure look beautiful. Well, thank you so much. I actually went out to uh, drop off a couple goodies to Dr. Deborah Dunstan this morning and pick up some crystal soap bars from her. And uh, I went over there last week to do the same thing. And last week I was just all in like my workout gear, no makeup. And she was all cute because she was getting ready to do a uh, lunch and learn sort of thing. And uh, so I figured I would put on some makeup and look presentable for her today. <laughs> and that way I didn't have to get ready for this ahead of, ahead, of the, ahead of the show. I was already ready. So thank you for saying so. I appreciate you. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, we've gone through. OK, so there's the, the pandemic and the health issues. There's finances. OK. These are things that I have had to muster up some resilience in. And then there's, I'm getting to the good stuff too, because this is, there's a couple of things here I need some feedback on from you guys. So, um, all right. What else? So I also recently had this past weekend lost a grandparent. My grandmother fell and broke her back and was in the hospital for like, it was less than a week, like four or five days, I guess, and um, ended up passing away. We couldn't do the funeral. I couldn't go up to Michigan and see her. My, my whole family is in Detroit, Michigan, which is like shut down way more than North Carolina is. And uh, yeah, so they weren't able to really do a funeral. I couldn't go be with them. Um, and it was really sudden. Nobody could visit her in the hospital. So again, the coronavirus is is also a part of these health issues you know and people are sick your family sick i've never ever had an instant where there was a friend or family member in the hospital even dying and you couldn't go see them i've never ever ever had a time in my life where you couldn't go to a memorial service or a funeral Ugh. you know to not be able to celebrate somebody's life and to just let it go you know, you notice that let go term keeps uh, coming up, right? Uh, so that is something that I've been battling with. Um, still a little soft on it. You know, it is the holiday season too, so I, I miss my family. You know, <laughs> again, can't travel, can't see them, even if somebody's dying, whatever. Um, so emotions, you know. Hey, Precious, it's good to see you. <laughs> We've been chit-chatting all day working on projects together, you and I. And uh, what's Bev says, you can be knocked, you 
You can be knocked on, but not knocked down. That's the goal, right? That's the whole premise of today's show is resilience. And resilience is just bouncing back from shitty situations, you know? Um, and I feel like I've been having to do it a lot lately, <laughs> as we all have in our, again, the main reason I come here every single day, well, Monday through Friday at two o'clock is to show that we all go through so much of the same stuff. And man, when you're, you're swimming in it, it's really easy to feel alone. So I'm coming here and I'm sharing these burdens, sharing these hurts, sharing these disasters and catastrophes and things with you to show that I am still here. I'm still showing up, but like, I need you, you need me. We need to talk. We need to share. And we make the, the world a much better, brighter place in doing so, you know? Hey, Renee, I hope you're doing good. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. I hope you're healthy. I love your pictures that you've been posting. You get prettier by the day. <laughs> um, all right, so we'll get down to the nitty gritty here. There's one huge issue I've been dealing with. I haven't shared it online other than a slight just dropped it out there briefly because I don't want people to get upset. Certain people, you know, not my audience. I know you guys are going to love on me, <laughs> but you know, I'm going to do this as tastefully and tactfully as I can. And I look for advice. I look for encouragement. And if I need to be checked, please do so, you know, I am a very loving person, so there's nothing that's going to be nasty coming out of me except for maybe a little bit of hurt and anger, but uh, I'm going to try to keep it sweet, you know. Journal this. You're helping someone else get through it. I love it. <laughs> Thank you, Beverly. I love you. All right, so here's what has happened. About a month ago, my brother who is the only family member I have in North Carolina. My whole family is in Detroit, Michigan. He lives 90 minutes away from me, so we don't get to see each other too often. There were there was a season where we were visiting more on the frequent, but his wife, my sister-in-law, has recently been diagnosed with like um, lupus and gout, which she got under control, but then she just recently got diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. She's 34 too. She's young, even younger than I am. So she's got an autoimmune disorder. And so she's prone to these health issues. And being that, you know, we're an hour and a half away, commuting is difficult for her when she gets these flare-ups, which sometimes last a day or two. And sometimes apparently, I don't know, I'm just being clued in on all this. They last forever. So... You, you're gonna you're gonna catch some sarcasm coming off me too that might be the nastiest language I speak but <laughs> so about a month ago I got a information I got word that they were up in Maine and I had no idea I didn't say anything and I just waited for them to tell me about it themselves you know and so several days went by and I think they were there for a week. So they were, it was four days or so that they were there and didn't hear anything. I didn't reach out because I wanted them to say whatever they had to say and drop their information in their own time on their own accord. But I was aware. Um, so I got 
the text of a bunch of pictures of them in Maine. And they said, hey, guess what? We're in Maine. We're looking at property up here. We're looking to buy a house. And I'm like, what? What? It was just last year we were talking, my family and I, about moving to the beach. And um, we have family down at Myrtle Beach, and that's three hours from here, you know. And uh, just trying to change things up a bit. And uh, you would have thought we were moving to the moon when we started discussing that with them. It was, you can't move. We Our families need to grow together, blah, 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 blah. And so we didn't, you know. And we're like, yes, I agree. You know, our kids... These are the only cousins. They, my, my brother has two kids. I have two kids. These are the only cousins they get to see. Their only family that they have here that they get to see. And they're best friends. And I was like, yeah, you know, we can move to the beach at another time. Like, let's let the kids grow up and do their kid thing together, right? So imagine my surprise when they're trying to tell me they're wanting to move 15 hours away, way up in the North Country. Ugh, cold. Gotta love it. Um, so I was like, okay, wow, I'm shocked. And this is very surprising, okay? But I wish you the best. Wish you the best. And I kind of kept what I was really feeling inside and was like, all right. I have to let you know I was frustrated. I was hurt that, you know, they waited to the last minute to say anything. But my brother did take the time to reassure me, oh, it's going to probably be at least six months. We got to sell our house. We need to find a house. We found a couple. We're going to put offers in, blah, 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 you know. Um, so what ended up happening is my uh, my sister-in-law actually just got her realtor's license uh, just a few months ago. I think it was in September she got it. Um, well, Lo and behold, two weeks later, which was two weeks ago, um, they sold their house and bought a house. And my brother got a job and they told us we're moving in 45 days. Yay! So no notice there, right? So this is now like 20 some days or whatever they're moving. After that, we had another conversation and planned a visit so that the kids and everybody could say goodbye. We could do the Christmas presents, all that stuff. And um, we planned it, confirmed it. Everything was good. That morning, confirmed it. That morning they were supposed to, well, not the morning they were coming, the morning before they were coming, we confirmed it, all was well. I hightailed it to the Walmart so I could go get some last minute Christmas gifts, you know, 100 bucks later. I'm home, gifts are wrapped, whatever. I'm thinking in 18 hours, they'll be here. Christmas, goodbyes. I had to drop the news to the kids. Of course, they cried, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, Daddy and I were like, well, you got to be happy for them. That's their life. They're going on a new adventure, da, 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 da. So my brother ends up texting me later in the afternoon and says, Nicole, oh, I shouldn't have said name, sorry. My wife's back is flaring up, so we're not going to come. And I was like, are you serious? Like, can't you just come? Or, you know, like I just went out and spent all this money, which I didn't have, by the way, but figured, you know, it's their last Christmas together for God knows how long, might as well. And now I'm at a place where I had bought some, I can't even ship it because I can't go spend another hundred bucks. I'm shipping it to them at this point, so... 
I bought these gifts. They canceled. My kids are devastated. I was devastated and angry because they are habitual cancelers. And um, yeah, it was like just like one slap in the face after another there. And uh, I did briefly express my frustration to them on that saying, you know, this is a big deal for the kids. This is you're not giving us any chance to even say goodbye. Like I'm your sister. These are, you know, we're family. What are you doing? And uh, my brother and sister-in-law proceeded to shoot out a couple nasty text messages, long ones too, um, just explaining that they want to detach from the family and go their own way and live their own life off the grid, not have to keep up with anybody, talk to anybody. They just want to roll solo. Ugh. Dagger to the heart. My only sibling, who I've never, ever not supported, never not been there for, I've done everything for, wants to run away and detach from me and my family. Also, I think a, a huge part of this pain is for my children that are losing their best friends and cousins. Um, and yeah, I'm like shaking right now. I don't know if you guys can see this. I'm shaking getting this off my chest, but I've needed to so bad, <laughs> so bad. I've only talked to my mom about it. And you know, my mom's always in my corner and she kept telling me, let go, there it is again. If you love your brother, you'll let him go, you know? And I said, mom, I'm happy for him and all that, but I haven't done anything wrong. And uh, to have somebody kind of down talk you, send hurtful words, and uh, want to walk out of your life for no reason. It's hard to let go, you know? But I reflected on that after she said that, and um, sorry to get emotional, guys. I told you I needed to be healed and I needed to let this out bad. <laughs> um, yesterday, when I did the show on success. Shay Morton, one of her quotes she contributed was to just let go, let it go. One of her tips and lessons in success is to just let things go. And then, you know, I started thinking about it and then I thought about what my mom said and I thought about all the things I've had to really muscle through this last month and the last year really. But, uh, and I think Everyone's right that letting go might be my key to resilience. And here's why. I did take the time to write notes about this because I knew I was going to get emotional. I'll show you. I actually have legit notes to talk about. Um, so that's, that's what I've been going through. Now you get the gist of where I'm standing right now. Not to mention, again, holidays are right upon us. I haven't bought one single gift yet. <laughs> we just... You know, so the let go, <clears throat> excuse me, when I hear let go, when I've always thought of let go, I always felt like it meant to forget or to be left behind, you know, but that's not the case. When my mom initially told me to let go of my brother, I'm like, I feel so left behind. I feel forgotten. I'll never forget him. When people tell you to let go of somebody that's passed away. I mean, it makes me feel like you should forget about it, you know, but to me, after the reflecting that I did last night and today, 
I feel like letting go is more of a release. Maybe releasing chains that bind you, releasing the burdens, releasing the grips of, uh, like with the pandemic, release the grip of control that we need to have on our life, you know? We all had to reinvent the wheel this year and it was it ended up being a really good thing but we were all so frustrated in the beginning and that that was uncomfortable having to like release the chains of control on our normalcy of life you know releasing someone you love <sighs> releasing sounds so much better than letting go i think but letting go to me uh yeah it's a release and my friend William Brown was on his show today and, and, and he was talking about the word forward and he had something um, to say that, he said the universe is sparring for our good. So moving forward, I feel like if we release these chains that bind us, we release these burdens, we release these pains, the control, the fear, we release that, let go of it, it will allow us then to move forward. You gotta think, if I've got all these chains I just talked to you about, all of these draped all over me, it's hard to move, right? It's hard to move forward. So if I can just shed one off at a time, let it go, let it fall, release it, gosh, I'm so much lighter and able to move forward, right? And, and I like that William said, the universe is sparring for our good. That means like the universe is working for your good. So it's, it's faith. It's, you got to have faith in doing that. You have to have faith in letting go and know that the world is working out for you. I like to say there's a blessing in every lesson. You know, the trick is just looking for it. You got to find it. You know, that is where the resilience comes in. You have to be intentional and resilient by looking for that blessing, you know, and when you find it, then you can move on. Uh, let's see, hold on, what does Bev say? Beverly says, you have a sister in NC, her name is Beverly. Yes, I do, you will always be my sister. I have very many wonderful, wonderful sisters here, and I am grateful for every one of you. Yes, release. It's okay. They just need to breathe. I know you feel alone because of all of your other stuff you're going through, yet deal with the fact that you have a whole family right here near you, and you know that we are standing with you, and we love you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you, Beverly. I need to hear that. <laughs> um, you know, resilience is, like I said, it's all about the bounce back. It's moving forward and you know we all have different tools and techniques and people and things we do to find that bounce back for me i made my mind up yesterday that i was going to come on and do this and you know like i said in the beginning with the risk of anybody like my brother or sister seeing it and getting even more upset than they already are but like i'm I am not saying anything bad. I do wish them the best. They don't even get online anyway. So <laughs> if they see it, they see it. And hopefully they see my heart in all of it. Uh, and I do have nothing but well wishes and whatnot. I'm just, uh, I lost my daddy, walked out on my, my life for the second time um, like two, three years ago too. So it's like, I have this, uh, both my dad and my brother are kind of uppity bailing on me. I have abandonment issues, apparently. <laughs> Some of my coaches know that. 
Um, but yeah, I want to say too, I'll give an example of, you know, how things shift when we are resilient. Um, I was in such a slump yesterday. I was very emotional. I was very to myself. I had a wall up all around me because I was just trying to process all of this, still show up, be there, do the do and not let the world know, you know, but here I am toting to everybody else. Y'all should come and share your stories. I'm like, well, I haven't done that yet. I should do that. And I was able to breathe with the thought of, yeah, you can do that. And it kind of started lifting a little bit. Like I said, those chains started to slip off just with the thought of sharing it. And things kind of shifted. Things shifted. The end of the night came and what is normally a very chaotic time, which is tucking in the kids because there's always fights over brushing their teeth. There's always the one or two that always one kid that has to get up and down 18 times. I need this. I need water. My leg hurts. I need a heating pad. I need another hug. All this stuff. Oh, I feel like playing hide and seek in the dark kitchen while you guys are watching TV. You know, like it's normally shenanigan time. I did something different because I shifted. I felt peace yesterday. I put on this song actually that's playing in the background. I dove into some instrumental guitar music and banjo music and just kind of mellowed out, breathed, kind of embraced that whole concept of letting go. And it shifted me, I noticed it. And so what I did was I put this on the Bluetooth speaker and I put it in the hallway right between the two kids' bedrooms. We go in one room at a time and we all kneel down and say prayers together, family prayers in each bedroom. But we did it last night with the music playing. And I, before we even went in, I said, listen, I want this to be a peaceful, beautiful, loving evening. We all need it. We all deserve it. Can we try? Can we try? We did. The kids loved the music. They fell asleep. They didn't get up. Nobody fought. Everybody had beautiful prayers. We even cuddled extra, you know? So I don't know. I guess what I'm saying is resilience being that it's all about the bounce back. And the trick of it is finding the blessing in every lesson. Uh, for me, it was finding that phrase, let go that came to me repeatedly over and over and over again, intentionally shifting myself into a better place, you know, because again, I knew I could feel the wall up around me all day. I was quiet. I could feel that, feel that on me and in me. And I changed it with the music. I changed it with breath and I changed it with a different thought. I decided to embrace the let go. So I let go. And in doing so, everyone else was able to release and let go and therefore move forward. So instead of being in that same shit box I was in yesterday, here I am sharing with you bravely, asking for support, sharing my story, crying, laughing, doing it all, and hoping that maybe some of this sheds some light on you guys too. It's all healing. Sharing is caring, right? Um, all right, Renee says, wipe your tears. I gotta get my glasses. I wish they made these words bigger. It says, wipe your tears, beautiful. I totally know how you feel. Even though it tortures your heart, cover them in your prayers. And I do, I do pray for them. I'm not, I, I pray like 
you don't even know for them. I, I, they're my family. It's my only brother, my only sister-in-law, and my only niece and nephew. So, <laughs> you know, I do have, fa I mean, family isn't just blood. You know, family is family. But, you know, it's, uh, he's my baby brother too. So that's kind of extra. I've always been the one looking out and protecting him and all that. So ugh, he's so far away now. Or about to be anyway. But uh, cover them in your prayers. Sometimes people pull away because they're going through some things that require space and time to refocus, repair, and return appreciating the things that they were that were left behind. Along with the time, God is a healer. Ask him for peace and to comfort your heart. I do. I really do. <laughs> Said you're not the only one going through it. You're not the only one going through. You are just brave enough to share with us. These kinds of times make us better and not bitter. Love you. I love you, Renee. Thank you. I needed that. Um, yeah, and, you know, Renee, my mom said that, too. Uh, she said, you know, maybe they've got a lot of things going on that they don't want to speak about and they need to get away and refocus. You know, every family has their skeletons in their closet, so to speak. I hate that term, but it's like the only one I can think of to use at the moment, but everybody has their, their stuff, you know, and we don't always want to share it. Like I said, I'm sitting here, like my heart's racing. I'm shaking right now. And I'm like, I do this all the time. If you were sitting right here, I would have no problem talking to you in person, but I'm like, Ugh. you know, <laughs> Precious says, I'm silently enjoying your voice right now. Super lifted by, right, by you right now, Queen. Thank you. I appreciate you. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's there's the beauty in, in sharing, and I thank you guys so much for lifting me up. I do want to um, take a minute to read uh, a piece out of the book that my mom wrote and ends with Let Go. Again, I was flipping through the pages today deciding, right, what are you going to read? And that one popped out. I was like, there it is again. There's the let go again. I'm, you know, when you get the repeat messages, I feel like that's God whispering. And sometimes if you let him whisper too many times, then you get kabonged, whacked over the head with a, a God frying pan or something. So I need to listen and let go. Or I think I'm going to be consumed and I'm going to be doing nothing but hurting myself. So, and, I, and then it pours out and projects on other people and I don't want to be toxic. You know, I don't want to hold this in me and I don't want to be toxic to other people. I just, I want nothing but peace, love and harmony always and learning and loving and sharing and caring, you know. Bev says, big sis, you have to let him grow up now. Once his shift happens, they will return. Yeah, you know, I I know that's I gotta trust. I gotta trust in God. God has a plan for for them. That's where God wants them right now. And I don't know what His plan is. I don't know what God has planned for him, or them, or me. You know, I don't know. I have to trust. I have to trust and know that even if it hurts, there is a blessing in every lesson. You know, I might not see it right now. But I will tell you what blessing I'm getting out of this lesson right now is a firm freaking reminder at how blessed I am by all of you guys. <laughs> I am so, so wealthy and so rich because of the people that God puts in my path. So thank you guys for loving on me today. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. I'm only going to read one thing because we're at 35 now. 
and I'm having a hard time keeping it together. So, <laughs> uh, I think everybody watching at the moment currently has their own copy of Lessons We've Learned, Legacies of Life. But if you don't, I encourage you to please pick up your own copy or bless somebody else with one for Christmas. Um, you can find your copy at lessonsandlegacies.company.site. Not only can you find my book there, which is a beautiful collaboration of poetry, testimonies, quotes, stories, and artwork from people ages four to 94 years old, uh, you can find books from many other empowering, inspiring authors. I've got my girl, Precious Pauling, who's on with me every Monday. All of her, her books are up in there. Um, we have essential oils, customized art of all different shapes and sizes, um, photography, greeting cards. You know, there's plenty of beautiful things in there for you to peruse. So I highly recommend you checking out the store. Um, if you just really want the copy of the book, you can go there. It's also on Amazon. Um, if you're enjoying this episode and you want to catch some more, um, I usually have two, three guests a week. And this is episode 10. So you can check out all of the other episodes at uh, Lessons and Legacies on YouTube. And be sure to subscribe, like, and pass on the links. Um, so yeah, let me do the re resilience here. The little reading. Oh, I lost my page. I'm falling apart. <laughs> all right, the intro to resilience. This is probably, again, my favorite chapter out of the entire book. I love it. There's a lot of beauty in here. Resilience. Only through heartache, pain, loss, and desperation can we truly embrace the rainbows in our lives. There are successes in the messes and blessings in the lessons. We are resilient by nature and born to survive. Apart or together, we can overcome and rise. I wrote that, I should remember that part, right? Apart or together, we can overcome and rise. I need to reflect on my own stuff that I write sometimes. <laughs> That's a pertinent, I didn't even realize that because I didn't read that before I came on, but I always do at the beginning of each chapter. But yeah, apart or together, we can overcome and rise. So let go, right? Let go so we can move forward. All right, this one is called Hold On. This is written by my mother. And uh, this is gonna be the piece I leave you with today and then bid you farewell. And thank you for witnessing my transparency. And I will encourage you to find your bounce back too. All right. Hold On by Renee Bodell. That's my mom. She's in Detroit. Where is she? Ugh, gotta get used to that camera thing. That's mama on the bottom there. All right. The dog is barking. The children are fighting. One of these days you're going to lose your mind and shout, why don't you grow up and act your age? And they will. You'll say, go outside and play, but please don't slam the door. And one day they won't. You'll straighten their bedrooms all neat and tidy and yell, I want it to stay this way and it will. You'll prepare the perfect dinner and a cake with no fingerprints in the icing. Now this is a meal for company, you say, but you'll eat it alone. 
you'll say, how about some privacy while I'm on the phone and stop screaming? And no one will answer. No more stained carpets, no more spilled milk, no more missing socks or muddy boots. Imagine doing laundry only once a week, a lipstick with a point, floors free of the usual debris of Legos, dolls, and cars. Imagine no more gooey fingers, no more pillow fights. No more fixing boo-boos and no more stories tonight. Can you imagine? Those mundane tasks that seem a bore and the monotony of those same old chores, you'll miss them when they are no more. The never-ending days and nights of dogs barking and children's fights, when those are gone, it won't feel right. Wiping tears and sweet sticky kisses are the memories that every parent misses. So hold on tight while you still have time. Enjoy the ride and try to unwind. As seasons come and seasons go, so will the time that you must let go. Ugh. Emotional Friday. What? <laughs> Emotional Friday up in the Price household. <laughs> oh, I thank you guys so much for bearing with me. I appreciate you. Oh, precious. I love you to life. I love you to the moon and back. And love grows everything. And I feel myself growing right now. <laughs> well, I thank you guys with all of my heart, with all of my spirit, and all of my soul, again, for uh, bearing with me today, and the tears, and the shakes, and the nerves, and emotion, um, but I'm real. This is as real as it gets. I'm just as real as each of you and every other soul out there. That's why I, uh, again, decided to do this today. I've asked all of you guys to come on out and share your stories, and this is currently my story, and uh, I sure hope it made a difference to somebody's world today. Um, I certainly feel a lot better. I feel very blessed and very grateful. So the takeaway in today's lessons in resilience with a dash of transparency, maybe more than a dash, right? Maybe like a full cup of transparency or a bucket. <laughs> um, today's takeaway is to let go. That's where I think I'm going to find my key to resilience in my current season. I've been told by several people, it's shown up in my writing, it's shown up in what I'm reading, what I'm listening to, and let go. Let go or release so that we can move forward. Resilience is all about the bounce back, baby. All about the bounce back. It's going to be hard. It's hard to bounce when you have a bunch of chains weighing you down. So to William Brown, to Precious, Beverly, Renee, to my mom, to myself, to God, to the dude who wrote this song, Mark Grundhofer, I think is his name, to my children, to my mother-in-law, Joan, to all of you who have recently encouraged me to release, 
let go, move forward, and who have shared from their hearts. I thank you from the bottom of my heart for helping me bounce back because I feel like I just did. I feel like that just happened. I feel like y'all just watched that bounce back. And uh, I can't say that it would have happened without you. So until Monday, uh, I wish you a very, very blessed, happy weekend. I will see you live at two o'clock on Monday with Precious Pauling. And we will be doing a little segment on love because love grows everything, right? As she says, so love yourself first, right? <laughs> see, uh, Precious Pauling mantra. I choose me, no more excuses. Love yourself first. So you guys go on, love yourselves this weekend, love on someone else. And no matter what gets thrown at you, no matter what's weighing you down, find your bounce back. There's a lesson in every blessing. There's a, I always get that backwards. There's a blessing in every lesson, you know, just got to find it. Thank you guys for being my blessing in my lessons today. I'll catch you Monday. Have a beautiful weekend.